Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Howdy fucking doodah, boys and girls. My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. I'm having a great day. How, how about you? I hope you're having a great day. I've had a, a pretty good week. I saw my favorite band in concert, Cigarettes After Sex. If you're not familiar, I highly recommend checking them out. It's like bedroom indie rock slash pop. A lot of their music does sound relatively similar. That is a um, common critique I hear. Um, However, I love it. I eat it all up A through Z all of it. I saw them at the Variety Playhouse in Little Five. I'd never been to a show there. I thought it was a a movie theater all these years, but uh, it was such a cute little intimate venue. And I love small intimate venues like Center Stage. I saw Marina and the Diamonds back in 2012. It's just a different vibe, you know. Um, You feel more connected, but it was a great show. Oh, wow. The vocals, the music, the vibe, the energy. I had some self-reflective moments during that show. I I, I kind of made some pacts with myself, um, really trying to stick by them. But uh, great fucking show. Met some girlies there. They stopped me on my way out. If you're listening, I love you. Your bangs were so cute. The eye makeup slang, mama her. Um, So that was great. It was a great experience. My outfit was so pussy. I'm going to insert some. Here we go. Yeah, I was looking good. That's actually the first time I've ever worn a skirt out in public. So that was a moment for me. I honestly have never felt hotter without trying to sound you know, vain. I was feeling so sexy. Ooh. Mm. So sorry. Uh, I was. And I've been feeling so hot lately. Just gonna 
just going to say it. I, I've been feeling so goddamn sexy, which is new. It's a new feeling. People are taking interest in me a lot more. Not that anybody should, you know, do anything for the likeness of other people. That's not why I've lost weight. I've lost it for my health, my career, my own anxieties, my own goals. But there are perks with it. And in a sense, it's kind of, it is kind of a sad realization that people will respect and like you more when you are smaller and more fit, but it is a sad reality. And um, going from one extreme to another, I can tell you the the life experience is significantly different. Um, it, it's very rewarding, I would say, mentally, because I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, I look, I look good. I no longer put something on my body and overthink it. I don't um, worry that if I put something on, it's going to be unflattering. Whereas before I would spend 45 minutes switching tops because, oh, it didn't hug me in a flattering manner. But now I put something on and I, I can almost just assume it's going to look good. And that, that is a great feeling, but, um, a lot of people are, you know, trying to get at me recently. So like, (laughs) Hey. <laughs> so that's cute and gorgeous. What else has occurred this week? I got the new Apple Watch. This was definitely a manic purchase. Semi regret it. It was unnecessary for sure. I did have another Apple Watch that sat under my bed for about a fucking year. Didn't need this one. But I do love that it is a diver's watch. So you can submerge this entirely and it will measure the depth of the water you're in so that was great i love going to the spa jeju um, off pleasant hill that's my place if y'all want to you know find me catch me that's probably where i'll be but now i can get in you can't you can't have phones back there for obvious reasons people are naked um but now i can bring my watch and get in the hot tub and be listening to music and yeah, it's just really cute and gorgeous. So I love that. But I mean, now that I have it, I'm just like, okay, period. That was kind of unnecessary. <laughs> but she was sad and down. So she made some impulsive decisions. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I've been thrifting a lot. Uh, I kind of stopped for a period of time just because I have a hoarding problem. But my clothing more and more every day doesn't fit. I was buying a lot of clothing from like H&M and the mall when I first started losing weight, but it would only fit for so long. So if I'm only going to get a wear or two out of it, I'd rather spend three or four bucks on something rather than 24, $30. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I've been finding a lot of cool pieces. I found this fur trench at the thrift store the other day, 10 bucks, 10 bucks for fur. That bitch was probably $4,000 in her prime. Now, PETA, don't crucify me. Girls, if you are anti-fur, please don't come for me. I would never buy a fur fresh off the racks, but it is a luxury item and it was donated. It was already purchased. The animal had unfortunately already been slaughtered. So I'm just doing my job as a sustainable queen to keep the, the earth clean. 
Okay, so um, I do have several furs, but they are all thrifted. They are all secondhand. I, I don't um, love the fact that these bunnies were th were slaughtered, but um, there, there's nothing I can really do about that. It was at the thrift store. So anyways, I found some cool pieces. In fact, I found the skirt that I wore to the concert at the thrift store. It was like six bucks and I had the fucking tag on it. It was like a $50 skirt. Um, re, I'm, I'm stepping back into my thrift era. I, I, I think I kind of also on top of me just knowing that I have like a hoarding problem, I also kind of built like a resentment towards thrifting just because of, you know, I was kind of like how I got my start on TikTok and I was really trying to do my due diligence of just changing my entire life. But the past few weeks, I've been realizing that I'm a thrift junkie at my core. I've always been and I always will. I mean, I cut my fucking teeth at the thrift store. My my great grandmother would take me to the thrift store every fucking day, antiquing, yard selling. That's just in my blood at this point. So um, I'm back in my thrift era. So we'll see maybe some thrift store commentaries, maybe some thrift content in the future. Who fucking knows? Um, what else? What else? What else? Ah, we're making some progress at the house. My, I live with my grandmother. A lot of people have tried to come at me with shade, like, oh, why do you still live with your Mimi? Especially when I like make purchases of something, one thing or another. They're like, mm, wow, you can buy this, but you're still living with your Mimi. Hell yeah. The state of the housing market right now, bitch, I could, I could go get my own place. I could, could go get my own apartment, but I would be stressed. I would be stressed because I have a spending problem. I'm trying to get a grip on it, but, um, you know, it's, it's not easy. So I do live with my Mimi. She's also single and uh, by herself. I she, She's very lonely. So I, I there's that. We have each other. Um, it's easy living with her. We don't really have too many problems. We do. We do get into fights quite a bit, mostly because we together have a hoarding problem. But her especially hers is so bad. But the progress I was referring to finally, she has came to a point where she is ready to get rid of a lot of this stuff. Um, hoarding is a mental problem. It is. Uh, my, my whole family is full of hoarders. It is a generational issue that was inherited, passed on, from our great grandparents, well, my great grandparents, they grew up in the Great Depression. Um, my nanny is still kicking it, but she grew up poor as dirt. She didn't have shoes to go to school. So when, you know, her life changed when she got older, married my great grandfather, rest in peace, his soul, which I'm learning a lot about him recently through my aunt. And I mean, I, I knew him. Uh, he passed away. I was probably like 20. Um, so, you know, I was very familiar with him, but he was always kind of quiet. And there was just, he had some um, similarities to me. We both are ADHD. Um, 
a lot of things, a lot of similarities, anxieties. And also I found out he, he probably had Asperger's and not to self-diagnose, but I have been, uh, what's the word? I, I, I have felt as if I potentially have autism or um, Asperger's. It has been a concern of mine for a while. This is not a joke. It's not trying to trying to be silly, not trying to, you know, ha ha he he hoo hoo. It's not a laughing matter. It is a genuine concern of mine. I did take a lot of online tests that all indicated that I am potentially on the spectrum of um, autism and or Asperger's and come to find out my grandfather also potentially had Asperger's. And um, yeah, I need to go get formally tested. I probably shouldn't even be speaking on this because it is such a serious matter. And if I don't have it, then I'm going to be embarrassed. But uh, yeah, we just have a lot of similarities. But anyways, when him and my grandmother started making money and they had a house and a life, uh, she started hoarding. You know, I, I guess it, you know, it's when you have nothing and you start having the means of having stuff, it's like, well, shit, I didn't have this luxury. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have it now. And I can relate to that. It, it, like I said, it's been passed on growing up. We were thrift junkies. I could not go to the mall. I could not afford nice electronics. I could not afford luxury items. And when I went from serving tables to making a significant amount more money online, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was... Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Shopping, shopping, shopping. My already shopping problem turned into a crippling shopping problem. Um, but anyways, all these years mm, between me and my grandmother, this house is ridiculous. There's just so much shit. Now, we don't hoard trash. It's just a bunch of unnecessary items like our kitchen. If you saw it, there's a corner. There's a reason why I don't film often in my house. And people always ask for uh, house tours. And the reason I have not given one thus far is because of the state of my house. There is so much clutter. There is so many boxes full of stuff that my grandmother has not opened in the, the four years that we've lived here and it's just got so much dust and cat hair collected on it at this point 
So uh, anyways, all that being said, finally this week, she is finally budged. She's finally at a place where she wants to get rid of it. I've stressed to her over these past four years. It's honestly been the biggest conflict between us because, you know, while I also have a hoarding problem, I also am a lot easier to let go or or a lot. um, It's easier for me to let go of things. For me, if something doesn't have sentimental value, I can get rid of it. If somebody didn't give it to me, I can get rid of it. If I bought it for myself, like if I bought something at a thrift store, I have no problem getting rid of it. And I go through these periods where I'll kind of um, go through everything and just get rid of a big chunk of it. But unfortunately, she does not have that under control. She can't get rid of anything. And a lot of it comes from the traumas that we've faced in this family. I mean, the last 11 years in my family has been a roller coaster ride from my diagnosis with uh, paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria, rare one in a million um, blood disease, to me getting a bone marrow transplant to correct that. God bless, I'm completely cured and um, in remission. But after that, my great-grandfather passed away from cancer. Then my mother got uh, ran over by a car. My mother was in a wheelchair for, for five, four or five years. Then my mother got cancer. My mother passed away. And then now my great-grandmother, unfortunately, has cancer. So it's really been a roller coaster of traumas, trials, and tribulations over the years. Couple that with the fact that my grandmother was married for 30 something years to my homophobic, awful fucking grandfather. Don't even know how the fuck she did it, but she and him went their separate ways and her life changed. She never worked a day in her life until she was about 50 years old. And, you know, I I can't even fathom going through that and having to pick up all the pieces. So she has had a, a, a real struggle letting stuff go that she accumulated throughout her marriage. We have so much fucking furniture in this living room from him and their time together. And I'm like, Mimi, let it go. Every time you walk in the door, you are being reminded of those memories. You are reliving things in your head, I'm sure. And not only that, but there's so much shit cluttering our space I know it's stressing you out because it's stressing me the fuck out. Um, But needless to say, all things, you know, she's ready to get rid of some shit. She purchased some new furniture. We're going to completely change the theme of this whole house. She wants to decorate boho. I'm very excited about that. It's so cute. But everything in here is like very much Victorian, cherubs, vines. It's giving the 90s. And... She's kept all of it. She's not gotten rid of anything. So there's like a whole corner in my kitchen where a a table should be that is just boxes and boxes and boxes of pillows, vines, cherubs, pretties, fountains, all kinds of just shit that just needs to fucking go out the door. And it finally is in the next week. I hope I'm not counting my chickens before the eggs hatch, but she bought some new furniture and so she has no other point or no other choice but to get rid of a lot of this shit. So I'm just very excited about that. I've been so stressed. As a creative, it is definitely a challenge to be creative when you don't feel creative in your space. So this has definitely boosted my spirit and my mood. 
I know I kind of was like ranted quite a bit, but um, I'm very excited about the next few weeks and just changing this whole house, cleaning it up because it, it really has stressed me out. I hate inviting people over. Um, she never invites anybody over because we're just embarrassed. And when I do have friends come over, I'm always apologizing for the mess and the clutter. And, you know, people look at me online and they may think that I've got it all together. But if you saw my house, baby, yeah, y'all would be feeling a lot better about yourself and circumstances. I promise you. Switching gears a little here, before I go on a break, I want to discuss this whole Michaela situation on TikTok. If you're not familiar, which I'm sure all of you are familiar with this situation, at least now, Michaela is a beauty influencer on TikTok. She's got 13.5 million followers, and she is receiving a lot of backlash this past week over a screen grab from a live from a long time ago. And I have some mixed emotions, some mixed feelings. So I I just want to share them with you girls. Here's the thing. This job is physically easy. It is. It is far easier than any nine to five I ever had. I would not trade what I do for any job I ever had prior. And I can understand why people would be rubbed the wrong way, especially if they just clocked out of a very stressful shift, especially if they work in like the medical field or something. Watching that live, it would come off a little tone deaf. It would come off a little snobby, bratty, ungrateful. But at the same time, I just want to put some things into perspective. I can only assume that she was live and somebody was attacking her, probably belittling her and what she does, uh, saying it's not a real job or whatever the case may be. And she went into defense mode. As a creator, as a creative, as a human being, let's just say that, we all have a sense of ego. We all have a level of ego in us. Some people, not as much as others. And I'm not saying that she's an elitist, snobby, egotistical person at all. That's not what I'm saying. But our egos as humans do get challenged at times. And when you work in this field, people's people tend to have more of an ego or tend to their ego tends to get the best of them more often. So here's the thing though. While this job is far less physically demanding and far more rewarding than any nine to five, any, any nine to five that anybody listening potentially has, it does come with a trade-off. You know, you are always working Mentally, you're always thinking of concepts, ideas, thoughts, uh, how I could have done this better, how I'm going to do this better. There's a lot of pressures that do not come, that you don't experience at a regular nine to five. Of course, in any nine to five, there is pressure to perform. But when you are online and there's especially millions of people watching your every move, this becomes your entire life. It becomes your every move and your livelihood and your relevancy and your future really is determined and contingent on how you can maintain. It's easy to get a viral video. It is so hard to maintain. And 
anybody who has been a creator, they go through these periods where they feel burnt out and they don't feel connected to their content and it, it, it can become mentally crippling. I mean, me personally, when I first started on TikTok, so much love, so much appreciation, so much respect I received. And I truly am forever grateful for that. And I'm still very grateful and humbled to have all of you guys here, anybody listening, everybody who's paid attention to anything I've ever done over the past few years. I'm very appreciative. I would not be here if it was not for you. Any of us creatives, any artists, any any entertainer period would not be where they are without the little people, without you guys as listeners with, you know, so I just want to emphasize that I'm very grateful for all of you. I never want to come off snobby or entitled or ungrateful in any regard because I'm not, I'm really not. But I will say and admit that it is far more of a mentally exhausting job than any nine to five I ever had. That is not me complaining now. This situation has put a lot into perspective. And I think we all as creatives need to take note of how we clap back, if we even choose to clap back, the energy we entertain. Um, We have to be mindful of how we articulate and what we put out into the universe, because at any given moment, this could be stripped away from all of us. And it is stressful. And there is a pressure there. Because At any given moment, it could be stripped away from you if you say the wrong thing or if you say something uh, incorrectly, you know, like it's easy in a moment of stress or anxiety or pressure to say the wrong things. We get discombobulated and things might not come out the right way. And so with that being said, um, that leads to instances like this. She's on live defending herself and somebody saw an opportunity. They were screen recording it, which as a creative, you should just assume that at all times people are saving everything you're uploading and people are screen recording everything. So, um, yeah. And now fast forward, it's being used against her. It's being weaponized against her and she's being painted as a villain. I think this situation has been blown way out of proportions considering the context of it. I mean, if, you know, she had been like racist or phobic or something, I I would potentially have been like, you know what, shoot for the stars, say what you got to say. But given the origin of everything, this is just so crazy. To see my entire For You page, nothing but hate against Michaela. I've never seen a Michaela video ever. I've never seen somebody else make a video on Michaela this past week. My entire For You page is either somebody trying to piggyback off of her demise so that they can build their platform or somebody trying to speak up on it so they can be in her grace or whatever, or it's people attacking her looks. I mean, like I've seen so many videos of people using the most unflattering photos of her making fun of her weight, making fun of her face, making fun of everything about her. And it just seems so um, unnecessary and it seems so extreme considering where it stems from. I mean, you look at her last video. She's not posted since. The last video she posted, all of the comments have shifted from being positive and loving to all being hate. And they all are the top comments and they all have thousands of likes on every comment and it's it's such a realization that at 
any given moment, this can be stripped away and people can switch up. It's a domino effect. It's a train. Somebody casts a first stone and people just fall in line and follow suit. And now suddenly the entire internet is hating her. That's not to say she can't fix that or next week people won't feel remorse and love her. But it put a lot into perspective for me. And I just want to say if I've ever came off a certain way, I do apologize. Um, this job is is a blessing. It truly is. It's far more rewarding and I would not trade it for any other job I've done prior, but it is stressful. I mean, I was on TikTok doing those abandoned house videos and me and that bestie, we had a falling out. We stopped posting together. We didn't really address the situation. It created a lot of narratives, a lot of hate on both ends. And it did something to me mentally for a while. I was spiraling. I lost touch. I, I was so stressed out. I hated myself. I was embarrassed. I had a lot of feelings that I never experienced working in a restaurant or working at another job. And that's not to say that this job is harder because it's not. It's far easier to sit here and, you know, I'm literally just sitting in my kitchen. I clock in when I want to. I clock out when I want to. I'm on my own time at all times. And that is a blessing. I also, you know, with this situation was thinking to myself the other day, I, I caught myself in, in my, I caught myself almost complaining to myself about not wanting to do something that I needed to do. Um, and I thought to myself, wow, I'm about to complain about doing an ad that's about to make me three of my paychecks bef before that would have taken 120 fucking hours of my life. Now it's going to take me, I mean, it would have taken probably two hours to record it, but um, a 60 second TikTok is going to make me two or three of my paychecks. It just doesn't feel right to complain. It, it, it feels very selfish. And I know in the past um, on an episode, uh, we kind of talked about being a creator and the the what comes with it. And I just hope that that never gets taken out of context because I do appreciate everybody. Again, I just want to emphasize I appreciate every single one of you. But at the same at the same time, I want you guys to understand that there are pressures that are that there are, there are pressures put onto us as creatives and especially if you are, you know, determined to do this for the rest of your life, it, it, it can be challenging, but it is still so much easier. And I still would never trade this job for anything I did prior. Um, I don't think that she was saying her job is harder than a nine to five. Uh, I think she was just saying like, it's, it's difficult. It is stressful. It's not easy having to be on, having to look a certain way, having to um, be your best, having like essentially now you have to be very mindful of everything that comes out of your mouth. I mean, we should as individuals anyways, but I mean, now you kind of have to walk on eggshells with internet culture. Um, you, you can't be too this, you can't be too that. And you have to have a lot of balance. You have to have a lot of focus. You have to have a lot of determination and drive and you got to be beautiful. You got to be this. You got to be that. You can't be, you know, it can be challenging, but it is still far easier than any other job I've ever had personally. So um, I can understand why people were rubbed the wrong way, but at the same time, please show her some more grace. Michaela, if you're watching this, I'm sure you're not, but I just want you to know 
while there are so many people who are attacking you, there are still so many people. There are so many more people out there waiting for you to come back and see you on top again. And I am rooting for you and I really hope that you are okay and I'm praying for you. Um, But let this be a lesson to all creators and creatives to be mindful of the energy you put out there. If you're feeling like getting in ego defense mode, clock out clock out because we have that luxury. We have that luxury. I didn't have that luxury when customers would challenge me at at work. And for that, I feel selfish ever complaining about this job. But I will admit to you guys, it is also very mentally challenging at times. So have some grace. Try to be a little more understanding. But We all have to do better, all of us. On that note, I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I am going to open a PR box I got from ColourPop. They sent me their new Hocus Pocus collab. I'm so excited. Hocus Pocus was one of my favorite movies growing up. I even named my cat Binks after the character Thackeray Binks. So I'm very excited. I've not opened this box. I am not getting paid for any of this. So if you buy any of it, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to open up this box with you guys, review everything, and, you know, share my live thoughts and opinions. So stay tuned. Okay, she's back. Here's the box. I've not opened it yet. Oh, my God. Wow, that is so cute. (gasps) Ah! Low power mode, period. My witches, my bitches, poo. Okay, this is a little difficult to hold this box. Look at the camera. If you're an audio listener, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what is this? Cat ears, period. A beans. We can be twins. Okay. Okay, let me put all this down. I'm going to open these things one at a time. Okay, we got a BFF mascara. This is the Butcherson. Butcherson. Oh my God, that was the homeboy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. It is coming out soon, isn't it? I'm going to try this mascara because I don't have mascara on. This is the ColourPop Hocus Pocus 2 collab. This is their mascara. Oh, it's a purple mascara. Okay, let me take these glasses off. Um, I'm blind. I'm so fucking blind. Uh, 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 uh. Oh shit! I didn't think about this. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> got a little compact. I've never used a colorful mascara before, so this is a first. Okay, I'm going to try not to get my hair. Is it colored or am I tripping? 
It's definitely purple. But I don't know if it's just the lighting or what, but it looks black on my lashes. I don't know. It's definitely doing it for me, though. It's definitely doing it. Let me just try to get through this really quickly. Okay. Bottom lash. Here we go. Um, I can't really tell that it's colored. It's a little, um, crispy. I'm not going to lie. It is a little clumpy. I probably would not buy this mascara. So sorry, ColourPop. But I will use it because I have it. So, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all see that? Yeah. Um. I don't know if that was, like, the look they were going for. Hold on, let me... Fuck. Okay, I'm doing my second lash right now. I'm going to try to get through this one quicker. Maybe it was my application. I don't fucking know. All I know is that my hair is getting caught in my lashes and it's not giving. Okay. This one is not as clumpy. Maybe it was my application. Okay, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But I'm not obsessed. It's definitely not my Clinique. I mean, my um, Lancome Lash Adele. Yeah, it's definitely not my favorite, but I don't hate it. I'll, I will use this, but if I didn't get it for free, I probably wouldn't buy it. Um, let's try the next thing, though. Okay, that's trash. What are these? What are these? What are these? Okay, a jelly shadow. Period. It's so cute. Okay, period, 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 period. Let's see what color this is. Okay, it's like a red orange. I love orange. Y'all know that. Live, laugh, love. 
Okay. Ooh, interesting. Okay. What is it giving? I don't know if I want to put this shadow on my eyes today. <gasps> oh my God. Wait a fucking minute. Oh my God. <gasps> oh my goodness. <gasps> oh my God. I'm going to eat this the fuck up, bitch. Look at that. Are you kidding me? It's so buttery and creamy and jelly-like. It's got gold flakes in it. It's a, I mean, orangey gold flakes. Ah, oh, wow. I'm obsessed with that. It's so metallic-y. It's so pigmented. It's so cute. Okay, this is camo approved. I would definitely buy this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cute and gorgeous. All right, more trash. Okay, here's some another one. One of the other sisters, the Sanderson sisters. Can't remember. I remember. Oh, fuck. Can't remember their names off the top of my head. I haven't seen it in so long. <gasps> Purple, my favorite color. Wow. Come, little children, I'll take you away. Always thought that song was kind of weird. But, oh my goodness, this is gorgeous, 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 gorgeous peppers. Oh, nut in my butt. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I'm obsessed with this. So this is another jelly shadow. It is purple, blue, iridescency. It's got, it kind of looks like a, a mermaid's tail. Wow. This is iconic. Color pop. I'm going to fuck these jelly shadows up. Definitely get some of these, y'all. Wow. I'm only doing them on my hands right now. Uh, go to the, go to YouTube if you want to see these visuals. I'm so sorry. You know, somebody a few weeks ago when I did that, um, get ready with me, they left me a, a review like, eh, not a not a good choice. Bop, 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 bop. To that I say this: you you mean to tell me that you've been watching the show and you've never left a review, but because you couldn't see what I was doing on that one particular episode, you tuned out and you hated me suddenly? Huh? Interesting. I mean, I did say go to YouTube, so. Okay, another one of the sisters, the main sister. Forget their fucking names off the top of my head. Winnie. Um, it was my favorite growing up, too. Fuck. Okay, this is like a white, pearly, iridescent. Let's see, this might be an inner corner moment. Let's see what that combo looks like, all three of them together. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm, these jelly shadows. 
Get your hands on them, girls. Are you kidding me? I wonder how they're going to last throughout the day, like when I do wear them, but they definitely can build them up, blend them out. Look at that. All three of those colors are so gorgeous. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those will definitely be staying in my collection. Okay, what is this? What is this? What is it? Okay, a shimmery body powder. Okay. Oh my God, the packaging? Are you fucking kidding me? Wow, this is gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. How the fuck do I open it? I just want to emphasize, y'all, I did not get paid to do this. I did not make a dime. I'm not getting any incentive. If you buy this, I don't have a code, none of that shit. So buy it, don't buy it, I don't care. But, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Now, I did get the Harry Potter collection. I did like it, but this is so much better. Wow. Wow. Such a big mirror. I needed that earlier. Oh my God. So gorgeous. I'll use it as a highlighter. It says a body glitter. Oh. Bitch. Are you seeing this? Y'all. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm going to have to. Wow, she's glowing. She might blind a bitch. Wow, wow, wow. This is a hit. It is the Find the Book Shimmering Body Powder. That one was a hit for me. What is this? What is this? Oh, we're young. It's a glossy lip gloss. So glossy lip lip gloss. Okay. An orange lip gloss. Let's see what it's giving. Mm, okay. Oh, it's a little minty. A little tingly. Maybe not minty, but there's some type of tingle. Maybe I'm just dreaming. Maybe it's not tingling. I don't fucking know. Um, I can't even see what this looks like. Hold on. 
I'm so blind, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I don't like the way it feels. Okay. It's not too sticky, but it's a little tacky feeling. It looks good, though. It's like a clear gloss with like an orange glitter in it. If it doesn't get cakey, I, I will maybe use it because I do love orange, um, but not my favorite. Uh, let's see. Another gloss. What is this one? Okay. I know it's Halloween themed or Halloween colors, hocus pocusy colors, but I don't really like this green. It's giving Zuki. I mean, same thing here. I mean, I don't think I really need to try out all three of these. Um, not too tacky, but it, there's some tack to it. Um, I probably would not buy these. But let's... Let's see what this one is giving. Boys will love me. Ooh, I need to wear this one. You hear me, boys? You will love me. <gasps> and it's purple. Wow. I guess I will try it on. If it can maintain throughout the day, which I'm sure it won't. Um, if it doesn't get too, like, cakey, like, you know, some cheaper glosses, they'll, like, get white and cakey. Yeah, if this doesn't do that, it'll be cute and gorgeous. But I have a, um, a sneaking suspicion that it might. Okay. Here we go. Last thing. So cute. Ah, iconic. I love ColourPop shadows. If there's one thing they can fucking do, it's make a damn good shadow. Wow. Wow. I love these colors. Okay. I wish there was a mirror in here, but... Okay. A new silver. Oh, I think I have a new inner corner. I think I have a new inner corner. Obviously, my <laughs> application is trash right now. I'm using my fingers, but um, what is that giving? I can't see. Where did my mirror go? I don't know. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. Definitely an inner corner moment. Yep. Wow. 
Um, it is a silver, not quite as silver as their Anna Whimsy, but it's got like a white iridescency tone to it. I like it. It's going to be one of my new inner corners. Here's another inner corner, potentially. That one's got like a yellow green effect to it. Um, I'm not even going to keep swatching these. I mean, ColourPop, they make... Oh my God, that orange. Fuck. Y'all see that? Iconic. Iconic. I love it. I love it so fucking much. Wow. Wait, I am going to swatch some of these. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Y'all. These colors. Everything. Wow. Well, I am obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. Probably going to keep this without showing my address. Probably going to keep this box. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no. We're getting rid of things. We're not going to hoard. Okay, Camo? It's unnecessary. You don't need it. But I am going to keep this this makeup. I love everything they sent me. Honestly. Um, the, the, the mascara, not the biggest fan. I will use it. It's not bad. It was a little clumpy on this side. That might have been my application. The lip glosses, um, they're very minimal. I like them, I guess. But I don't... I would not buy them myself. Probably not. But that shadow, the jelly shadows... Absolutely. Absolutely. So my iPad died that I was filming on. So um, yeah, hey, I'm back with cat ears. Yeah, I went on a little 30 minute break. And the jelly shadows washed right off my hands, y'all. Just a little update. The lips I actually like more than I thought. They've not gotten clumpy or cakey. The mascara though, fucking hated it just going to be 1000. It's so clumpy. And um, there's like little specks of mascara under my eyes because of it. The shimmer, the uh, shadows though, iconic. You really can't go wrong with a ColourPop eyeshadow palette. Now I know I promised last week that I would do the prank calling. I tried. I literally tried. Um, actually, before I came back on here, I tried prank calling a few places. And first of all, it just... I've lost touch. Okay, maybe one day, but I'm going to stop making promises I can't keep. So if you ever get a prank call again in the future, you'll get it. But um, I'm sorry. I, I tried to um, give you girls what the girls wanted, but I, I just I can't do it. I've lost touch, I guess. Um, so on that note, this concludes this week's episode. I love you so much and appreciate you all. And I hope you're having a wonderful, gorgeous, fabulous day. Stay sexy. Per. Oh, also, look, the cat ears. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned them already. ADHD be like. Um, they, I thought they were like a headband, but they're little barrettes. So cute. I love them. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kelly Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.